Welcome to the Nearly Coherent Podcast. I'm Ed, and sitting over there looking as sexy as Mike Bloomberg's chances of being the presidential nominee for the Democrats look bleak is my buddy Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, uh, how are you? You're much taller than Mike Bloomberg's son of a bitch, you. Am I taller than him? I guess. I don't know. He's always looked really short. I, I Yeah. He does look he does look short. You're right. I'll tell you that I'll tell you this much. He's shorter than me, but I'm also taller than you. So Yes, I was gonna say you are a tall guy. I think I'm the tallest person on this podcast. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Not like this episode, I mean like ever. To ever be on it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm thinking back to like guests and stuff like that. I'm taller than science. You're taller than science, you're taller than Dave, you're taller than Val, you're taller than Dominique. Yeah. So I win. All of you are tiny people considering that you basically control who comes on this <laughs> podcast and i know you're not going to let anybody taller than you come on true that's actually very accurate because i i'm a psychopath like that it's good it's a good time love it don't act like you don't listen i'm that's fine i don't want anybody taller than me can we make that rule that they can't be taller than me either that's a little more difficult that is much more difficult i am average ish height at absolute best i don't know how i'm gonna pull that off but i'll see what i can do i make no right. promises okay. i know we have at least one person lined up to be on here who is much shorter than you so that's fine well, there you go yeah all right i'm okay with it good I, and everybody else has been shorter than me yeah, so see, I'm already fulfilling your dreams. So how are you, buddy? How are things? Oh, I am, uh, I'm good, I guess. You know, I'm here. I'm living. Quick question for you. Do you have uh, COVID-19 or the coronavirus yet? Uh, no, I don't. Of course you don't. Here's, here's, I'm making a promise to the people right now. My promise is that this podcast is the only podcast that you can listen to that you know will not go down because of the coronavirus. Jeff works from home. I work from home and never leave my house. One of us will always be here. And nobody's going to touch Dave's face. So worst comes to worst, we could just leave it with him, I guess. Oh, my God. I think I'd rather the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, right? Ugh. Yeah, no, but it's true. We're not getting it. That is a nearly coherent guarantee. Cut to three weeks later, we're both dead. Then I don't care. I don't really, then my word means nothing. I don't give a shit. I'm not here. doesn't matter to me. Accurate. You know, it's, it's interesting that you bring this up because I am more and more. So like we're in an election year, mm -hmm. something that always f turns my world upside down. There is a, another mysterious breakout of some sort of fucking pandemic that's not true so that turns my world upside down it's like it's all over the place hang on can we go back to the pandemic that's not true are you saying you don't believe in coronavirus or you're not recognizing there's a pandemic yet because nobody said it's a pandemic yet i believe that it exists that's good i believe that it actually exists yes absolutely all right i do not believe that it is or will ever be a pandemic 
listen, oh, I just read in I just read in the news today that some 93-year-old guy, I don't remember what country he was in, I think in China, but some 93-year-old guy just survived it. How bad can it be? Listen, it's going to end up being you, me, and Betty White. That's going to be the survivors of this outbreak, and it's fine. My opinion is you need to be much more concerned with the flu than you do with coronavirus. I mean, sure, but it's way more fun to talk about the scary thing that's happening now. I mean, like, you know, the flu, we've got a, we've got a thing for that. You can still touch your face with the flu if you want. You can touch your face with coronavirus, too. No, no, they, they keep on telling me that I'm going to have to wear a cone, like a spade dog. Oh, my God, I will. So I can't touch it. Yeah, that would be great. I would love for you to have to do that, by the way. All I do now is just sit here and just like touch, 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 touch. I can't stop. I can't stop doing it. And especially when they tell you not to, it makes it even worse. Exactly. If they had told me, listen, the only way to stop this is to touch your face constantly, I'd be fine. But because they told me don't touch your face, I was like, I, I can't stop. Yeah. You are subconsciously contrarian. Yeah. You just, you can't control yourself. You're just doing it. Yeah. I'll tell you what's grossing me out is the people on the internet who are talking about how infrequently they've washed their hands previously. And they're being like, I didn't know I was supposed to wash my hands after taking a shit. Like, what? Oh, my God. Yes, you are. Please, for all of our sakes. You're putting your hand into your butt crack to take shit out of it with some paper as the only barrier. Yeah. You don't think that your hand is dirty after that, there's something seriously wrong with you. Absolutely. There's something seriously wrong with you. Uncomfortably wrong with you. Uh, here's a question for you. Yeah. When you, go to use the, when you go to use the bathroom, you wash your hands before and after or just after? Just after I like to run the risk of getting a little weirdness. Uh, some Like I want something else to be somewhere near my junk. Yeah. It's God knows it's not going to be, you know, anything enjoyable. So it might as well just be the common cold. Okay. I wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to actually accidentally like touch something or rub some funky stuff on your hog down there. That's not what anybody wants. Jeff, I think, I, I think you need to reconsider how many things I'm touching today. It's generally my keyboard, which I keep clean. I, I wipe it down. Uh, my iPad. And like, that's it. That's fair. Everything that you're kind of touching, you're right. When you're home, it's all your own germs. You're not rubbing anything on there. That's, you know, any foreign substances. Much to my chagrin. But if I'm, if I'm out, like if I'm out in the world and I end up going to the bathroom, I wash my hands before too. It depends on the bathroom because sometimes I'm worried that the bathroom sink is even worse than whatever I've touched beforehand. That's also true. And can I tell you what I do in that case? Just shit your pants? In that case, I pull my pants all the way down like a toddler and pee and pull them all the way back up without ever touching anything. And I get the fuck out of there. Just so everybody knows that's what happens. Thank you for that image. You go to a gas station, you go to like a gas station where there's that like two inch thick layer of wet rust on the sink. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to touch that shit. Uh-huh. So back to the back to the coronavirus, because this is this is just the latest thing that when I scroll down my Facebook wall or whatever the fuck it's called nowadays, feed, I guess. When I scroll down that and all I see is 
one post talking about how bad the coronavirus is, the next post talking about how it is not a big deal, and then the next post talking about how the media is blowing it out of proportion. And like, it's just one thing after another. And I kind of find that this is just what life has become. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't matter what somebody posts, somebody else is going to post the exact opposite about everything. You name it. Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump, the coronavirus, the earth being flat. Of those things that you just listed, uh, one of them is dumber than the other. Yeah. You know what, though? It depends on who you ask. It does not. Everyone's going to pick a different one of those to be dumber. No, 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 no. Look, look, look. I have a very distinct list in my head of which is the dumbest. And saying that the earth is flat is, scientifically speaking, the dumbest shit you've ever said. Not you, but people in general. Yes. Well, well, you know that I don't think that the earth is flat. That is fucking preposterous in my mind. Yeah. But how about that guy, Mad Mike, whatever his name was. Did you read about that last week? No. The guy in the homegrown, in the, in the homemade rocket? No. What? So. I feel like, I feel like we needed Dave to do a Dave's News Corner, but that's yes, fine. I do wish, I do wish that he was here for this. But there was a gentleman, a flat earther if you will. And I will. That built his own, I believe it's a steam-powered rocket, but built his own homemade rocket in order to go up, I don't remember how many thousand feet it was, but he wanted to go up a a few thousand feet high enough to be able to prove that the Earth is flat. Mm. He died. That rocket, seconds into the flight, the trip went south, and he... I tried to eject a chute and it didn't. And then the other chute didn't. And the rocket ended up just slamming to the earth and killing this guy. Mm. Now, I know that that sounds like a little bit of a callous way to deliver the news of the death of somebody. And I'm not glad that this guy died, but I'm glad his ability to post on the internet has been limited severely. Well, yeah. And I'm like in a social Darwinism kind of way. I'm also like, well, if somebody was going to go, yeah, I guess it had to be this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who's like, I'm going to Tony Stark a rocket to prove science is wrong. Yeah. Probably the guy that's going to end up toast. Exactly. I feel bad that a human life was lost. Hmm. But when you look at like, it's bound to happen. I'm like, well, that one, I guess, you know, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, it is what it is. No, nothing, nothing we could do now. This guy decided to fly in a homemade rocket. I don't know how many people are familiar with the old phrase, it's not rocket science. That means that rocket science is hard. Wait, 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 wait. That's what that means, guys. Can you walk me through that a little bit? Uh, so you're saying that when I say that this is, that brain surgery isn't rocket science. Right. I'm saying that rocket science is more difficult than the thing I'm comparing it to? Uh, yeah, that's usually what they mean. <laughs> Mind blown. Brain surgery, rocket science, widely considered to be two of the most difficult things. Mm. Don't know if that's true, to be quite honest with you. I have no idea. But I would assume there's a very few select folks that are brain surgeons and also folks that are rocket scientists. True. I would not refer to either profession as dime a dozen type folk. So I don't get what makes somebody think I'm going to build my own rocket and not die in it. Yeah. I mean, think about it. 
I made a meatball hero the other day that I'm questioning whether or not I did it right. You think I'm going to build a rocket? Come on. How about this? I know that the percentage is very small, but you think about how many astronauts have died because of malfunctions with rockets and whatnot. And you're like, these guys are the best of the best working with the smartest minds on earth with a budget that has to be in the trillions. Yeah. And even they sometimes die and you're going to hop into Oscar the Grouch's garbage can with a couple fire extinguishers strapped to it and find out that the earth is flat. Come on, man. You knew that this was coming. (laughs) Like, come on enough. There's only one way that was going to go. Yeah. This isn't rocket science and what goes up must come down. Two things that those would have been enough proof for me to not get in my own homemade rocket. And that's why you're one of the smartest men alive. Although for me, you know, choice would have been easy. I don't fit on most roller coasters. I'm not getting in a fucking rocket. But back to this dilemma that I'm having. Mm. Do you find that? Do you see what I'm seeing? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure folks that only follow people that kind of think the way they do and stuff, maybe they're not seeing it. It's even on the same side. It is? Absolutely. Most of my Twitter following is extreme liberal Twitter because, you know, hi, I don't know if you've heard me speak for more than five seconds, but you have the Bernie people yelling at the Warren people. Then you've got Bernie people yelling at other people. And then you've got the Warren people just kind of being like, could you just shut up? And then everybody else be like, no, you shut up. And then Mike Bloomberg come in and be like, I've got money. Everybody shut up, you jackass. <laughs> At least you can all gather around that one and be like, yeah. you, you sit down, you big idiot. Oh, God, if, if he gets the nomination, my eyes are going to bleed. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Oh, God. Bloomberg, I'm talking about specifically. Yeah, that's who I figured. Yeah. That dude's got a lot of money. Why does he want to? I, you know what I don't get? What is it inside people that drive them to that? Like you have, he has what, 60, almost $64 billion. Something like that. It's something like that. What else are you doing, man? You've blown a gazillion dollars on ads saying how great you are. Like, do something better. Go go get your iPhone diamond encrusted or something. Seems like a better use of your time. Yeah, go buy an island or I don't know, do something. Yeah. What kind of ego would you think that you should run this country? Seriously. I don't know. When we should be running this country. Yeah, right. It'd be so much easier. Just elect us. Like I could use the money. You know? Yeah, that's like, what, 400 grand a year? No, I would take that. Easy peasy. Oh, definitely. I would do a really good job, too. I'd be an excellent president or vice president. All my politics basically boils down to what would Captain America do, and failing that, what would Superman do, and failing that, what would Spider-Man do? So either I'm going to do the right thing, do the right thing, or try to do the right thing and probably screw it up. Yeah, see? That's basically my three modes. Now- what would you rather be, president or vice president? Uh, see, vice president sounds like the sweet gig because you're just sitting there waiting for the other guy to die. Which is another thing that it, like, it, it, this world continually surprises me. Like, You think about it. In the history of our country, there have been two presidents assassinated and one attempted. That I know of. I don't think I missed anything. I think there was four, but I also don't remember what I had for breakfast two days ago. So yeah, maybe there was. So Lincoln obviously assassinated. Everybody knows that. What? Spoilers. Yeah, I know. 
I know. God! Sorry to all you reading your history books that haven't gotten to that chapter yet. But that, to me, not that it doesn't count, but the president, it was a different role than it is now. They weren't as, they didn't have the protection. I mean, this guy just walked up behind him in a, yeah. on a balcony and just blew his brains out. He wasn't, no secret service, no checking his ID. It just didn't work like that back then. Checking his ID. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, sir. Can I see that? To- Oh, yeah, that's cool. Go let him talk to uh, Big Top Hat over there. Yeah. I see with Kennedy, and if you've watched, you know, the documentaries and this and that, and I know that there's a conspiracy out there. I don't know. And I don't know who did it. I'm sure there are obviously people out there that do. But between them thinking that it was Johnson and that it was the CIA and that it was the mob and that it was this and that. Ted Cruz's father. Yeah, Ted Cruz's father. There are so many people out there that wanted Kennedy dead. I don't think there's I, – I just don't think that it's a surprise. You want to know who actually killed Kennedy? Yeah. Time-traveling Regis Philbin. That's the, uh, see, that's another one. Reg hated Kennedy. He did. That's another one. You're right. I'm telling you, Regis Philbin has had his fingers in the pulse of every crazy happenstance that's occurred in this country since 1778 on. Mark my words. How awesome would it be if the Illuminati was like real and really controlling the world and Reg was like the grand, the grand master of the Illuminati? Like right in front of you the whole time. <laughs> like, all, all, all the people that told me my Regis Philbin conspiracy emails in 11th and 12th grade were nonsense. I'd write them and be like, he's told you. There were a lot of those emails, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I think that's awesome. I actually hope that that's true. I didn't know that about you. Oh, yeah. But I am very glad. I, I hope that it is too. What I was thinking about with with the whole thing is I've seen for the last, let me let me think, 12 years? I'll even go, I'll go 20 years and go all the way back to George W. Bush. Okay. Just pure hate spewed about every one of our last three presidents. Now, I am certain that it happened to Clinton and to H. George H.W. Bush. I'm sure that it happened. I just didn't see it. You know, younger, not really paying attention. I watched Clinton play the saxophone and and then heard that he got a blowjob. That's really all I knew about him. To this day, it's all you know about him. Yeah. Well, I I have learned some since, but nah. Yeah, like for 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 these other guys, they are so hated. I am amazed that nobody's ever tried to assassinate any of them. I'm you listen, I'm I'm glad nobody has. No, I know. I'm not I don't want to just in case that the FBI is listening to this. I wanted to make that very clear. I'm just saying, like, there are so many people. I'm surprised, like with all the crazy shit that happens in this world. I am just surprised that more people don't try to assassinate presidents. It just seems like it's something that would happen. And I know that I really should be off of Facebook because it is the worst. The only reason I, I, I have a Facebook for two reasons. One, I need it for part of my job. If somebody's like, I can't share something to Facebook, I need to be able to use their debugger. And two, I can't quit Instagram. There's too many dogs I follow. Oh, yeah, I would be lost without Instagram. Yeah. Like once I get angry at Twitter, that's where I go. Just go look at dogs doing dumb stuff. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It is a it is a retreat. It is a nice refuge for me. 
Um, so I guess that's what it is. I, I think I should just get rid of my news feed altogether. You really should. The thing that saved me is deleting the app. Now I only go on Facebook like once a month to find out if somebody has invited me to a party I don't want to go to. All right. Yeah, I got to look into it because this really is driving me crazy. But that, that's why the only, there's only one person you need to listen to, Jeff. That's Regis Philbin. I'm going to. He's the only person steering this ship in these crazy times. Thank you, Reg. Yeah, way to go. Thanks, bud. So, what else you got? <laughs> uh, you kind of ripped my brain apart a little bit there. I wasn't even sure where to go. Uh, I didn't know how to help you. I feel, I feel like I've let you down. Well, I know I had to get it out. I had to, I had to let it out. I am, I'm losing it out here. You know what? I don't. Let me change course here to something a little less soul crushing, if you will. Please. What other depressing topic would you like to talk about? Because anything would be less soul crushing than the discourse of Facebooks. Facebooks? I just called it Facebooks. Yeah, you said Facebooks. Honestly. I'm going to go find out if that's a registered domain yet. And if it's not, we're going to own it by the end of the night. It feels like the Latvian version of Facebook, maybe something like, you know. Hey, come, come, come to our Facebook. It is a great time. In Mother Russia, Facebook, Facebook's you. So anyway, <laughs> this is a little, have you, we're both big stand-up comedy fans. Have you watched Pete Davidson's new special? I have it yet. I'm a little torn about it because I find Pete Davidson both wildly irritating and also kind of funny. So I'm not sure how this is going to play with me. Have you watched it? That, that, that's very accurate. He is, he can be very charming and funny, but he is extremely irritating at the same time. The part of me that likes him, he really will say anything. He'll offend anybody. I like that he's brave enough to really hurt everyone's feelings. Oh, man. At the same time, his voice is annoying. Sometimes he just whines about stuff. Anyway, didn't know if you saw it. I would love to get your opinion on it. And I had another question for you. Again, Netflix related. Ooh, I'm looking forward to disappointing you again because I've been on a Hulu tear. Oh, you know what? I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've been on a Hulu tear also. So this one, uh, this one, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm looking for your recommendation. There's this show, it's like everywhere, called Love is Blind on Netflix. You heard of it? I, I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. I know Duke, our intern, is watching it. So she would have an answer for that. But maybe we should watch it and make sure she shows up next week and talk about it. Okay. You were saying about Hulu, you're on a tear? What do you got? Yeah, I've been uh I've been watching a whole bunch of Brooklyn Nine Nine lately because Oh, me too. Rewatching some uh highlights for me. Okay. Uh, none of which were last season. And this season's actually been a, a bit stronger than I think last season. I liked both seasons. It was I think the season before that I was not as big of a fan of. I believe you're misremembering because you and I have spoken about how season Whichever season has the box is the best oh, yes. season they had. And yes, that was that was the one before they moved to NBC. Yes. Season six was the one that I was not as big of a fan. It stopped being like, I have to watch this the day because I'm not going to watch it live. Because like, <laughs> what, what am I made of time? Yeah, no, uh, it doesn't happen. No, but like the day after I was watching that show. And no. Last season, it was I would go a couple of days, a couple of weeks, catch up on two episodes here and there. This season's been much better. What do you um 
So what are some of the episodes you've been watching? What have you been, you've been skipping around, huh? Yeah, you know, uh, a couple of the first two uh, Halloween heist episodes, not the, not, not the one where uh, Terry wins because that one sucked. The Box, obviously, I rewatch that one like once a month at minimum. Which is the one where Jake proposes? Is that the fifth one? That is the one before the one where Terry wins. That's the one in season four, I want to say. Because by the end of season five, they're married. I'm trying to remember. So Jake wins the first, Holt the second, Santiago the third. I think Gina wins the fourth when she blames it on Terry with heists are dumb. The next one is the championship belt where he proposes. And the next one is Terry's lieutenant's test. And it's not actually on Halloween. Yeah, you're right. I am very wrong. I had to get it back after that governor's brokerage thing I did. That bothered me all week. I was actually just over by there tonight. What, was you, what were you doing? Uh, my son had lacrosse. We had lacrosse practice at the school that's right next to Governor's. I'm just going to say you were in a step up to the street style dance fight instead in my head. Yeah, I don't even care if you edit the episode to make it sound like I said that for real. Said what? That I was in a step up to the streets dance style battle. Well, I'm glad to hear that you finally admitted that you are addicted to dance fighting. Is there any other fighting? There is not. No, okay. just just political on Facebook and dance. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So I love I know we've said it before. I love that show. The box is, I think, the best episode. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite tandem? Your favorite relationship between two people on that show? Diaz and Santiago. Yeah. Yeah. OK. You'd think I'd say Jake and Charles, but. We all know Charles is the Dave of that show. So I apologize to Charles because he's obviously much better than Dave. Oh, yeah. So much better. And the actor that plays Charles, for those that don't know, Joe Latrulio. Phenomenal. He is a genius. Everything he's in, he, I, think, I think everything he's in, he's absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. And when, C, when they had CJ as the captain. Yeah. Who was played by Ken Marino. Ken Marino and and Joe Latruglia were both on uh, on a great sketch comedy show called The State. Yes, they were. Like years ago, they've worked on they've worked on a number of movies together. They were on, I think they were Wet Hot American Summer. I think they were both in it. Well, yeah, because that's that that's the state's movie. So. That's the state, right? Hey, big week for me on Twitter. Got a new follower, by the way. Oh, did you? You want to shout him out? Go ahead. So welcome to the fold, Sandy. Thanks for the follow, bud. Appreciate it. Moving on up, Jeff. You could do it. A 10% increase in followership. You are crushing it, buddy. Yeah. Actually, I don't think it's, I don't think it's quite that low. It's, it's not. You were at 30. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was much lower is the problem. Uh, Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah. But still one, that's progress, bud. Good for you. Yeah. I'm getting there. Just one person at a time that you need to beg to follow me. Just one i'm just climbing that i'm climbing that ladder well it was a lot easier with sandy because he's canadian he is he is canadian that's a fact yes if i kept growing at this rate i would hit a thousand i could hit a thousand followers in roughly 18 years nice that's good i think that'll be that's what i'm going for i'm gonna hit a thousand followers by the year 2038 by the end of 2038, I'm going to be at 1,000 followers. Hey, if there's still 1,000 people, I'm sure you'll do it. That's what I'm going for. So spread the word, folks. Why don't you drop your Twitter handle real quick? I don't even know what it is. I'm just kidding. It's at JR is money. 
follow at nearly coherent and at ed thomas that you don't need to follow me if you don't want to but follow me i need it for the love of god please right you don't need to follow us we need you to follow us <laughs> yeah. that's that's how it is folks and i promise you i will shout out everyone that <laughs> follows me from now on that's phenomenal i can't wait so sandy welcome to the family babe all right. I think I think that does it. There's nowhere we can go. We, we've gone from presidential assassinations to Sandy being a babe. So uh, I'll talk to you next week, buddy. See ya. Oh, and by the way, uh, before you write in, I was not being sexist. Uh, Sandy is a grown man and a father just like me. So we are allowed to talk to each other like that. (laughs) Calm down, everybody.